Hi, welcome to Cinema Buns. I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. And uh, <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> you, did you try to come up with a Stop bit? Stop looking at me! Oh, you tried to do a bit. Oh, dang it. Do the bit. I don't have a bit. Do a bit. Uh, what's, what is this movie? You didn't come up with a bit in time. You're garbage. Um, so today we're plugging in. We're getting, resurrecting this old franchise. We're... Getting more RAM. And we know Kung Fu. (laughs) (laughs) I need to download more porn into my brain. Uh, (laughs) Today we uh, watched Matrix Resurrections. Oh yeah. And um, let's... Boy, it's a long time coming. Yeah. So uh, first thoughts? We've all been looking forward to this. This is a thing that we everyone was asking for. Yeah, everyone. Especially, sure. Yep, everyone. Uh, I kind of wanted it. I bet you did. Uh, you okay, st- you do. You both do your thoughts first before I added my two cents. Okay, so what is the Matrix Resurrections about? Sure, Matrix Resurrections takes place sixty years. Yes, yeah. technically. 60, <laughs> technically, yes. Six sixty years. in year- the real world takes place sixty years after uh, Matrix uh, Revelations mm-hmm. and. Uh, Neo is the uh, head developer at a uh, game development studio (laughs) where the first three Matrix movies were part of a video game he made. And uh, he starts seeing things that are reminding him of something and he's getting like PTSD flashbacks. And then he finds out, oh no, I'm back in the Matrix somehow. And so is Trinity. Well, Who is it, this girl named Rabbit? Well, and... he starts to think, um, am I in a simulation? Um, is any of this real? Or is this all in my mind? Is this all in my mind? There's uh, something kind of like... Uh, is, is somewhat of an accurate portrayal of like some form of schizophrenia. Um, except... Uh, because it's within the confines of this movie called The Matrix. Uh, we just know it as, like, his memories coming back. <clears throat> so there's nothing to, like, argue about. Although he did the sensible thing, as anyone would, and got a therapist. Yeah. Sure. Either he got it or he was forced to get it. So I mean, I, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers. Off, <laughs> let's start off with this, then. What did we like about the movie? You should go first. Cause Kevin, he's talking to you. <laughs> oh, okay. So I uh, I'm gonna go against the grain of everyone, apparently. Um Brass Against, which is like one of my uh which is a band I really like uh on YouTube. Um did a cover of uh Rage Against the Machines. Um uh what song is it? Oh my Wake God. up. You liked that cover? Fuck you. Bra- I love Brass Against. <laughs> I actually enjoyed the music too. Yeah, so uh, Wake Up uh, by Rage Against the Machine is Wake Up by <laughs> Brass Against. And uh, every single person uh, that has reacted to it or every comment about it uh, is making fun of it and hates that song or hates <laughs> that version of that song. And I am like, distraught by it because brass i love brass against as a band even though they peed on audience members that one time allegedly um allegedly (laughs) uh it's a very it's a very funny situation Um, oh it sounds hilarious oops i accidentally i misread the situation and i thought you wanted me to pull out my dick and pee on you (laughs) um you shouldn't have teased me so much but yeah, no, their music is always fantastic. It's just um, a lot of they. It's, it's just a YouTube channel, and it's a brass band, and they do covers of famous songs. A lot of them being Tool and uh, Reggie is the Machine. Um, okay. And it's a 
rotating like ensemble of different singers depending on what the song calls for um and yeah no this reaction has been pretty negative with with wake up i guess um whereas like it's always been like one of their key songs that now do that you one think, of the more famous videos on youtube do you think the uh blowback has been because the actual cover isn't great or do you think that people are doing it because they don't like the movie and because it's associated with the movie they don't like it uh, I want to say because I'm coping, I'm, I'm <laughs> huffing that copium. Uh, that yeah, it's the people who didn't like the movie that uh, puts a bad taste in their mouth, and then they hear not Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> they're not listening to Oscar; they're listening to um, someone else. Steve. Steve. Yeah, her name <laughs> is Steve. <laughs> I have no idea who the Brass Man. Brass Man. <laughs> I don't know what you that don't even is. remember the song. That's how much you forgot it. Wake up. Um, as soon as as soon as the credits started and you saw the first name, you left. You didn't even know that there was a song playing. Didn't need it. Yeah. Um. What else did that you? That was like? the best part of the movie. The <laughs> credits. Um. I uh I I liked seeing the gang come back together. Carry on, Moss yeah, and band back together. Uh. A, and seventy-five-year-old uh. <laughs> uh. Keanu Reeves come yeah. back. And, yeah. That's, um, I thought Data Pickett Smith. Yep. Although I'll get more into this later about some of the things I didn't like. Some of the elements that they expanded the story on were interesting. I'm and always on I in for world building, so mm-hmm. and catching us up to speed on what has happened in the past few years yeah, after Revelation. So, so. Some of the world building they did was kind of cool, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed. I was happy about that, and. Uh, they kind of showed an actual progression in the real world after what happened instead of just going... Yeah, some patches came out. Yeah. Yeah, some expansions came out from Matrix. Definitely. They, they, they grew the modems. Um, grew the modems? Mike, yeah, they what did you more. like about the movie? They bought so, more. <laughs> we get more okay. internet if we buy more I sh- modems. I should... I, sh- I should... Uh... So a resident Matrix expert here is ba- <laughs> oh the best for last. Um, so I should even slicked back his hair. I'm I'm biased. I'm just gonna say that right now. About got sunglasses and a trench. Really biased. Exactly. I brought out my special jacket for this. He he told Kevin and I not to come to school tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Um. So I'm gonna. This is gonna be a hot take, but I really like this movie, and I had a lot more enjoyment watching this movie than I did the Spider-Man movie. Oh. Okay, but what? <laughs> uh, I I am restraining myself until we get to the gripe section. Yeah. But what specifically made you enjoy this movie? So, uh, things I liked again, I liked the ideas that they kind of like were bringing up about like how things work and stuff. I of course adore the like, world expansion. Okay. Um. I also liked the. I mean, I I, I like the clothes. I, you know, it's just the clothes, the style. The, I like the style. It's so cyber goth so in high school. He's the one dancing on that bridge. I don't know some, something about the Matrix style didn't age well because I feel like in the 2000s that was definitely like a ever a style. ever since Darude came out with the music yeah. video. But that's now, all everyone wanted to so know. So like at the time, wear. it was definitely like cyberpunk esque, like yeah. cyber goth wear. Now it just plays more of of like your euro trash at a rave it's <laughs> what it looks like to me but uh what else did you like i i i want to get as much of um, the positive end okay. out there I, I like the expansion on how the world works but they still left enough there to just kind of theorize about they didn't go too hard in explaining things which i think is good if they explain yeah. too much it kind of ruins the world so they explain just enough to get you thinking, but not enough to actually explain what how everything works. Yeah, that I was, think that was really important. That was something that they did with the original Matrix movies that was good. Was that hey, here's enough to like frame up like the world, but you can think of what's in the middle of it. Right? Uh, well, I mean, like it gives itself an opening to kind of just explore the world because um, then you have the option of like in future sequels to just hang out more in the real world outside of the matrix or hang out more in the matrix. And there's like a lot of directions you can go. I don't know. 
I, I don't know if the Wachowskis had intended for the original trilogy to happen, but it kind of felt like Matrix was just uh, supposed to be a one off, a one off like good idea that mm-hmm. someone had. And uh, I don't know about your assertion about like them making that up so that they can build the world later on. I think it's because the ex- the stuff they left out didn't exist. I mean, that's also probably true. <laughs> I mean, true. that's also probably true. And it, it wasn't until, that. like, they wanted to make more movies that they had to think up of more stuff about the outside wanted, world. They wanted to make more, or Warner Brothers came out with six briefcases full of cash, and they went... I mean, if you're going to twist my oh, arm about I it... I think it's funny how Warner Brothers exists in this universe. I'm just well, g- that was uh, hilarious. The, the Wachowski- the Wachowskis did the first three, right? Like they were yes. all like, and it was only Lana who did four. Yes. Uh, so like, I, I, I was under the impression that it was just they, something they wanted to make together um, without like, I guess, Warner Brothers wanting to make uh, Reloaded and Revelations. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Again, I don't know all the background stuff. I only know about of the universe itself. So anything that so goes on. All, in the... So you've watched like Animatrix. Yeah. So I watched the Animatrix. I seen Path and Neo. Yeah, I, I play, play, play played Path all the video games. You played and, uh, uh, the mobile game. By the way, you had game, to play Matrix online in order to get the canon uh, story about how Morpheus died. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Morpheus. He died. But, <laughs> but didn't he die on screen? In, like, nope. Three? No. I don't remember. He remember at the end of three, he was the one that was like. He did it. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, no. He literally, if you want to know the canon like cause of death for Morpheus, you, you're going to have to go on YouTube and you're going to have to look up Matrix online. But like, uh, he also did some stuff as revealed in Re- Resurrections, though, right? Yes, yes, he does. Does, kind that, of. does that fit in line to what happened in Matrix yes. online? Yeah. Okay. Matrix Online is 100% canon. Oh, okay. And then they just canonized it further by, yes. yeah. d- by like affirming it? Yeah. Okay. I'll um, take your word for okay. it. Okay. I'm not playing no MMO. Mm-hmm. It's not even yeah, working not. anymore. But, <laughs> okay. So, so d- is that a game where you uh, can make your own Matrix OCs? Yes. And then walk around? Oh, 100%. God, that sounds amazing. I okay, think, so if you activate bullet were... time, does it activate bullet time for everyone? I have no idea. <laughs> Not a clue. I bet. You, I bet you money. It's more of like uh, get two seconds of iframes. Did you ever um, look at footage of uh, what's the hard boiled sequel? Uh, hard boiled. The the Chow Young Fat uh, oh John Woo movie. It got turned into a three. Se- the yeah, yeah yeah. I stranglehold. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen multiplayer footage of Stranglehold? Yes. <laughs> is that what that is? Yes. People I, jumping around. I've never seen that one. Okay, yeah, no, or it's just that. Uh, the oh my god, did Hardboil precede Matrix and yes. invent bullet I've... time? No. Was there bullet time in Hardboiled? I don't remember honestly. No, it was just slow mo shots. Okay. of that's different. That's, yeah, different. that's, different. that's different. not bullet yeah, time. It, not it bullet was time. the Jong Woo uh, signature slow motion and, and then doves. doves. <laughs> yeah. Which is why in the game, every time you go slow-mo, doves show up. Um, That's so funny. Okay. I, I'm about to pop off. <laughs> I mean, like, do you, want, do you want to make some non-spoiler recommendation? Or... Um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you can go first, Ritter. I'll, I'll... I mean, I'm not going to go too far into spoiler stuff. Unless you guys were planning to. Um, I think with your gripes, we might have to. I actually won't have to. Yeah, but in order to explain them for reasons... Doesn't matter. Um, I, I say we give our recommendations at the end. Okay. Just do we'll full... Do, we'll do end all and, re- yeah, recommendations. Yeah, and just be ready. There might be some spoilers coming up. I can't guarantee there will or won't be. I'm trying so. to remember, or like, what is it that we're trying to omit? Because there's not some big mystery or some big question. No, there is not. not. Oh, really, we can. But... Yeah, there's. Oh, we can re- uh, not reveal the villain. Yeah. Or do we like... have to reveal the villain? No, we. I. I was going to talk about it. Okay. Well, that's like I guess the only important spoiler in the movie. But you're okay. Anyways, so beginning of the movie, it's just a big fourth wall break. I know that you. This is your favorite part of the movie. So okay. <laughs> I. 
I actually go back and I, when I first watched it, it was cringe as shit and I hated it. Yes, I knew that. But because <laughs> it's the game development, they're like, Pete just got to turn on their WTF switch. It was totally lit, fam, and just doing all the lo- lingo, and I was dying. All the cringy lingo. But they were at uh, they're they're having a marketing um uh meeting. session meeting, and they were like, "What words do you think of when you think Matrix?" Yeah, and they all have documents on their table that says Matrix Four, because uh, did we they- explain that basically how uh, Neo kind of went through his like like got his trauma through was becoming a programmer and then literally making the first three um, yeah, we movies, talked about movies that. into a video game. Yeah. And that's how he became really famous. I thought it was also a, like a little uh, nice touch of reality in that he has the TGS statue. Yeah. Yes. Which is dumb. Whatever. <laughs> um, fucking Seth Killian is real. <laughs> yeah. The game of the year award. <laughs> he, he exists in the matrix for some reason, but, uh, so at first, I found that whole section incredibly cringe. However, in but it's retro- ironic. It's in retrospect, I kind of see the value in that because at one point, uh, Keanu's having a conversation with his boss, and they're like, "Warner Brothers want another game," and they base. And I know we were kind of like, "Who? Who? Why do we? No one needs another Matrix. If yeah, because like in this, done, yeah. in this uh, story, Matrix is, is is three video games, and I have no idea what kind of video games they are, what genre, or how long. Because apparently they, were. they had FMVs, <laughs> uh, and then uh, so he's act. The current game that he's working on is actually Binary, like a, a game called Binary, and um, so these are actually like important video games that a lot of people like played in their childhoods yeah right because like jude one like of his halo co- or yeah like yeah. jude is like his co-worker and he said he played matrix when he was like a kid which would have been like in that universe like 20 years prior or whatever yeah um and so much of a mirror as it is in the real world uh keanu's business partner is like warner brothers wants to uh get three more matrixes out Wants a sequel to the original trilogy. And they're like, Warner Brothers was going to make it if we didn't do it. So we might as well have done it. And it's it's better for everyone if we do it. Because then we can actually make it good. And this whole section is supposed to emulate like Hollywood producer meetings. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, we got to make it pop and shit. And it's just, it's really bad. Nine times out of ten, a lot of producers just have garbage ideas because they're trying believe, to hit metrics, not make something good. I believe someone actually mentions that uh, reboots and remakes are in right now. Yeah. Um, and it's always guaranteed money, which it is. So all yeah. fourth wall breaking meta talk. But um, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it loud enough for the people in the back. Just because you make fun of yourself and make commentary about, hey... You know, reboots and sequels usually suck and they're garbage. But just so you know, we didn't want to make it. But we're going to make it garbage and just an everyday sequel. Just because you make comment on it doesn't excuse you from what you make. You get a free pass if you acknowledge that, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it does not give you a free pass. You can acknowledge that and then still make a good fucking movie. It doesn't have to be like, mm-hmm. oh, because we acknowledge it, that means you can't critique us. Because that just means you didn't get it, right? And that—that's what it felt like to me. See, it didn't feel like that to me. It just I felt put like. A pin in that. Yeah, I was gonna say like, let's put a pin in that one for right now. Oh, did you not want to expound on it? I, I do, in a sense that like. Then expound on it. Okay, because so for me, is that is that not your favorite part of the movie? That was both okay, of your favorite part of the movie. It's not my favorite part, but I also meetings. like. So for me, I think I as someone who like, remember Mike uh, quoting, look at that fucking milf oh over there. <laughs> Heck no. But I liked it in the sense that it's like it's it's it is kind of like self it is kind of like self aware, um, but also it to me it was a good movie, so it was funny when they did it for me and I laughed. Um, I laughed when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did. I did laugh because you know it was just like a little, a little jab at like what they had to basically deal with in a sense. Mm-hmm. But again, we don't actually know what happened in that in that room. They could just be doing it just to be meta, just to 
to be meta. And they probably, again, until we get like an interview or something like that, or when they come out with like some type of article. No, they've come out with quite a few articles. Oh, have they? There were quite a few articles where Warner Brothers basically told Lana Wachowski like, hey, because she was like, I'm thinking of leaving the project. And Warner Brothers is like, fine, we're still going to do it if you leave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she was like, shit, I better do it then. Yeah, she was wanting to leave because uh, the because COVID was hitting hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and pro and like yeah, the entire process was like getting more difficult. Um, she pushed through it. Yeah, nice. she did. She made it, and uh, now and I think like she wanted to deal with it herself rather than having Lily in it too, because Lily's still not not in directing role, but she's still there. Yeah, I think like producing or whatever now i respect her decision to be like listen if anyone's gonna do it i might as well do it i did also read an article that kind of it kind of said some light and added some context as to why she she was willing to do it too apparently during the time when this was in like pre-production like during writing and setting mm -hmm. up everything uh she had a family member die mm -hmm. two friends die Someone else important to her die. She had a bunch Damn. of people die around her within like a year. Mm -hmm. And she was like, uh, to see all these people I cared about die and know that two characters, uh, Neo and Trinity, who were very important to me, still be around. And I am still able to bring up stories and have them act on their own was very comforting for me as a coping mechanism she resurrected uh, exactly Neo right. and trinity because those were the only lives she could save yeah so i i i respected that because it was like an artist going listen m i can't control much in this world but i can control my art and i can at least do something with that that feels uh nice for me knowing that i still have them even if everyone else goes and it, it was sweet <laughs> yeah it, it was a sweet sentiment and i kind of understand that thought but God, you still hated this movie <laughs> i still fucking hated this movie let me see if i can pill you um just take this blue pill uh so nice uh through uh, it's it's well documented uh, for the past 20 years, uh, uh, Warner Brothers has been trying to get the Wachowskis to continue making more Matrix movies. Yes. And they've always been under the impression that there are no more stories to be done. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, yeah, so, so the, the death of uh, her parents, um, uh, some have argued, is like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, because like they've also been threatening that we'll make Matrix without you. Um so that plus um, the deaths in her family um, kind of like uh, was the last straw before she finally said yes. Now, as a weapon against Warner Brothers, she created this film, which is a prevailing like theory that a lot of people are having. If you take into account... So this is a spite film yes. against Warner Brothers. So if you take into account the entire... Um, like first quarter of the movie where uh it's not very subtle it's like no like, it's literally uh it's uh we they literally it's her putting the real world conversations that she's had into the script and just putting them those same things said to her into uh words that the suits are um saying to uh keanu reeves character uh, yeah. thomas anderson to create more matrix games so, like it by emulating the the marketing meetings that uh, the they're just uh, sh she's showing off like the shit that she had to go through like uh, all of these uh, execs in suits saying like they this is what they think Matrix is about and this is why you should continue making more Matrix and 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 exactly like mirroring that sentiment that Warner Brothers will make one without you. Um, so might as well just put your name into it. That's what like people are thinking. Like this is why she didn't do her all. That's why like uh, the the a lot of it seems phoned in. A lot of mm -hmm. people, uh, a lot of people are also saying that like the effects aren't that great. 
are or they're not like out of this world like mm-hmm. the original Matrix and uh, compared to like their contemporary movies. The the set design is severely uh there isn't, lacking. There isn't anything huge or mind bending right. going on. It's like taking place in a coffee shop. There the the streets at night. Um, there isn't An anything office. Yeah, there mm-hmm. isn't anything like kind of just like making my brain come. Yeah. Um, and it was very <laughs> nothing over the top. The choreography is also just Bad. like some people would say is just like, and like you can kind of see it's just people flailing around in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because the stunt guys and the choreographer are not the same as the original trilogy. They are not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like this is a budgetary restriction. This is for some reason the most expensive Matrix. Because, uh, do you know what those stunt choreographers and stuff are doing now? So, uh, Tiffany's Ch- husband, Chad, right? Yeah, yeah. Chad. Chad. <laughs> so, Chad's uh, actor's name is Chad Staleski. Oh, of That's course it is. Actually, yeah. a cameo. Chad Staleski is the stunt coordinator for the first three Matrix movies and yep. directs John Wick. That's what I. That's what I was hinting at. It's so like- they have him on set. <laughs> They have but him. just not doing the stuff but he's, he's good not, at. He's not doing the stunts and everything. So why? <laughs> Unless you're sabotaging this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, I'm like, how is this blue pilling me? Because at this point, this is just like agreeing with my point. However, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't original- say I don't I don't say like I'm a hundred percent agreeing with this, uh, like assertion. This sounds mm. like. The indoctrination theory yeah. from Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is why the Mass Effect 3 ending was bad. Oh, God. Uh, but this is, like, why The Matrix 4 was bad. as uh, a spite movie against Warner Brothers. Uh, now, as Lana takes the bullet. Yeah. Now, I will... Mm. I actually like that. I, I okay. will give a caveat that, like, a lot of people are making fun that... My favorite video is, like... Uh, Neo in the first three Matrix movies and it's some guy doing Kung Fu against like a bu- a uh, punching bag mm-hmm. and then Neo in Resurrections is just him holding his hands towards the bag as fart noises come out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's true but also fucking Keanu's in his like 60s? I think he's like 57 right now. Is he? He's almost he's approaching. Hold that. on, hold on. Price is right rules. How old is Keanu? 57 I'm gonna roll it. 59. Keanu Reeves. He is. Ooh, 57. Wow. Right on it. You looked it up right before. Not right before. Oh, like okay. Days ago. It's uh, just. No. I remember. Um, he, uh, yeah. But no, he's in his 50s. So, like, him still doing John Wick and stuff is impressive. So, let alone yeah. trying to do fucking kung fu moves and shit. But. Right. Yeah, a lot of people argue that like uh, he's old um, and that he can't move as fast as he can. However, like John Wick three was recent, and it um, has and great action choreography. And he's mm-hmm. uh, just because because of Chad. Yep. Um, and he's in the process of working on John Wick four, which is I'm like so excited. Which for. is already yeah, I think ass- we all are assumed to have like the same amount of like effort and choreography. Yeah. He's being told to act to fight badly. <laughs> he's uh, he so he he can he's still capable of like so much more. Um but you can kind of see that like as like punches are not connecting um as like forcefully mm-hmm. uh the, chore- think- the choreography is a little like very uh, uh rehearsed. It's not like very reactionary. I mean it's Already an upgrade to the CGI battles that Neo has had in the past. Right. Um, which don't look that great. But like if you kind of just squint and blow your eyes a little bit, it looks fantastic. <laughs> As like 5,000 Agent Smiths try to attack his ass. Yeah. Now, speaking of Agent Smith, the Agent Smith in this movie, nothing against the actor. Mm-hmm. The actor who played Agent... Oh, I guess that's a spoiler. But... The actor who plays Smith is, he's not a bad actor. I have seen him in other movies where I've enjoyed his acting and he mm-hmm. does, uh, he does well, but I, I can't, I'm not convinced of him being Smith as opposed to Hugo Weaving. 
<laughs> apparently Hugo Weaving really wanted to come back, mm-hmm. but he was like already set up to do a play and like the producers just would not adjust their shooting schedule to let him shoot. Almost so, like if it was on purpose. Oh. oh. Anything on Lawrence Fishburne? Did Anyone else got a Luna Lawrence, hats? Well, Lawrence Fishburne's character is dead. I'll so why you. would he show up? I don't know. As a memory? <laughs> To, repri- to like just they did by just showing, showing the first matrix movie for the first third of the movie by the way that is such a hey look at this to remember why you liked matrix so much isn't that cool now think about that while you're watching this go- dog shit movie damn there's a there's i'm a- sorry the and there are story elements i really hate i feel like a lot of the storytelling is kind of lazy mm-hmm. um and some of it, it's, I feel like it's way too comedic for a Matrix movie. And yeah, I mean, it was now, very now on the, the nose, com- especially the first like third of it. And now mm-hmm. the whole commentary is, well, everyone just wants the same thing over again. So if that's what you're wanted, then you're, you're not getting the point, but it's like, that's not the point. The point is you can make that commentary and still make it a good movie. The action was bland. The effects weren't great. The storytelling was okay at best. Like the the world building elements I liked. I don't think they were worth the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, and like there's there's the Merovingian shows up. Yeah, so uh the the big of uh, the big matrix bible over here could not recognize the Merovingian. Yeah, it's you been didn't a recognize oh okay. I so, so he was been... apparently because I, there, he was there, the train guy, right? I thought no, he, there is no. no there like there memories of revelations have been erased from my brain. Uh, apparently, he was like a very important character in the third movie. Yes, and they just had him yell bullshit, like not even fight. No, in this just, movie, yeah, okay. So he's so, uh, reprising his role, and he's supposed to be like as if like, uh, re- like when Red Skull showed up. <laughs> like he's supposed to be Red Skull showing up, and then he just stands in the corner yelling racial slurs. So, full context, I watched Resurrections after doing a full Matrix marathon. Mm -hmm. So, I watched all four movies back to back to back. So, I had fresh memory of everything. The Merovingian was the French guy. (laughs) The French guy who had the keymaker and had those ghost twins under his employ. Mm -hmm. He was also the one that made the orgasm cake. Which, that might be a scene everyone forgets from the second movie where... He sends a cake to a girl, and as soon as she eats it, she's just like, "Ah, so good," and has to go. Um, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so that's why I'm the whole up. time he's just fucking doing French gibberish because mm-hmm. he's like, "You brought me down," and um, Neil Patrick Harris as the architect. Yeah, the like the anal list. Yeah. <laughs> The, oh, the uh, anal, analyst. That's right. The, the rapist. <laughs> oh, God. The the successor to the architect. Now, to kind of add on to the the big conspiracy that Lana made this out of spite, um, there's also like the things that Neil Patrick Harris says where the suits. He literally calls them the suits, yeah. which are supposed yeah. to be like the up uh, exec the executives, the suits of the executive robots. The the yeah. robot. <sighs> I don't get it. <laughs> the robots. The AIs, the yeah. suit, the robots in suits, they are the ones that resurrected uh, Neo and he, Trinity. No, no, that was his idea. That was his idea. Yeah, they but didn't want to. Yeah, but it was like their idea to have them together to create like. This no, that was his idea, thing. and he would, and it, it he just convinced proved, the suits. Yeah, he convinced them. Yeah, but um. Uh, yeah, cause but so- it's like them together, like in uh, if if you paint them all as uh, with a giant Warner Brothers face, brought yeah. back <laughs> Keanu right. Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. What what was the name they gave the like programs and robots? Since Synth- no, since uh, Synthians, Synthians, Synthians. That's yeah. right. Is that an established thing that they've said before? Nope. That was no. This, that this that's is the first that movie new. that's used it. It reminds me of like. Oh, uh, what is it? Choosing the green option in Mass yep. Effect. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Robots, organ. Ever, everyone's half organic, half robot now. Congratulations! Woo! I don't know. I thought that was the best. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean, liked it, it was. But, but I if you believe the indoctrination <laughs> theory, yeah. 
it is actually the worst ending. Because, like, Joker and Edie are now stuck repopulating an entire planet by themselves? No, they had the rest of the Normandy yeah, with else. Oh, I thought they were all dead. Okay. No. That's only if you didn't do well in the Citadel. No, that's the, only Citadel, if you the, uh, the, uh, what took too long. Collector. Doing a... Collector base. If you failed the collector base a lot and everyone <laughs> yeah, died yeah. except for you, then yeah, then you'd be fine. No, I always kept a mental like clock in my head because I, I played the game. I played two specifically like uh, a couple times. So I always knew the like how long I could take, which is not take one single mission. After they get the, kidnapped, you have to go straight to them. Mm-hmm. The only person's loyalty mission I didn't do was Miranda's. And that's because <sighs> I hated Miranda. You cold bastard. Even I did that, and I didn't even like her. <laughs> he was hypnotized by the ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because I like playing the good guy, and I I just need because my my person was a uh, Tally. I really like Tally. Uh huh. That, that was your love interest. That was my love interest. Did I you mean, stay loyal on three. Yes, I did. Okay, I did too. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I took Liara because Tally wasn't an option in the first one, but um, yeah, no, and then Tally stayed through three, and then I never played um. I never got the Liara DLC in 3, so I never had to deal with the consequences of my actions. Oh, <laughs> I had to because in the first one, I I was with... Uh, uh, Ashley? Yeah, I was with Ashley. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the second one came out, and then the third one came out, and then I had them both on a mission, and I heard I had to listen to the awkward conversation yeah. between back yeah, and yeah. forth. I was like, ah, this is my fault. I always loved watching I deserve this uh, conversation permutation videos on YouTube where yeah. you just where it's always they always show this scene with these characters and then like every permutation of whatever characters like they'll even hack in Legion early. So you just because yeah. they planned it out. They have uh, they have lines for missions that they should not exist for, mm. which is weird and funny. You got to respect it. So they yeah, they no. planned for it yeah. somehow. I, I really liked one mission where I took Tally, Legion, and um, Edie, and I thought you could only take two. It is only two. I was really oh. confused too when you said that. Oh, was, the, was that, there no, one no, that no, just no, Edie? No, was Legion ta- and it, it was t- Tally and Legion, yeah. and then Edie was like, talking. Talking. yeah, yeah, being a third party um, because there was one point where Legion was like asking, uh, "How do you two know each other?" And then Edie was like. They had sex, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Tally's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> it was pretty funny, but yeah. um, anyways, so yeah, so yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is the bad guy. It's a big baddie. He's the analyst. He controls this modem. Who can apparently just negate bullet time by doing his own bullet time? I mean, he's the architect of the, well, yeah, of this, but like, it's just it's server. basically Zawardo. Versus yeah. Star Platinum. <laughs> it's the same type of type of stand. <laughs> They're too powerful. It's always the time stands that win. I thought it was interesting that they were trying to shift the main character to Trinity. Kind of as being the powerful one. While at the same so. time being like she's only powerful if she's got her boyfriend with her. Well, no, I mean, like that's... if you if you account for like the ending where they jump off the building, then yeah, that's where uh, the narrative kind of shifts and like the focus right. of the camera. But yeah, the entire time she was the damsel. Yeah. Um, and Which like... she never is in any of the other movies. Well, she's also not like a, a, like a spider because until Lana like was... the end. Because Lana's she's doing always this on been purpose. a fighter. In not all in the four. Matrix. In all the Matrix movies, I'm saying she's yes. Only- in all the other ones, and she's not a damsel in those ones. You are correct. I'm talking about in four. She's a mom that works on bikes yeah. with Chad. Yeah, with Chad. She's not like Too beautiful a beautiful martial boys. arts fighter in that frame. It isn't until her third eye opens. Yeah, it's not o- until opens. her third eye opens. She remembers how to fight. I know, but I so you can't you can't knock it for that. <laughs> I I can. Well, you can knock the, that she doesn't become a character until like the last ten minutes. That's yeah. fair. Like I can knock it forever the fuck I want. Which I is thought, why. Which is, is an insertion. Lana's doing this on purpose. Yeah. yeah. I thought the font of the logo was annoying. There. Now I hate the movie. <laughs> but you know, 
Just because it's not the best reason doesn't M- mean it's not M- a good reason. I, the, the, those uh, marketing booklets they all received at the beginning of the movie where it says MIV, like Matrix yeah. 4. I fucking hate that. I, I fucking hate that Matrix font that we all downloaded <laughs> in 2002. <laughs> because, like, you know you downloaded that font to type bullshit, like, type for S-A-N. Or, or you went to that uh, webpage that had the Matrix-like oh, God, script so going across screen. Um, I actually never did that. I was pleasantly as surprised much at the reception of the new characters. Um, it kind of seemed like a lot of people like the new characters and would wish that Neo and Trinity weren't in the movie. <laughs> So the new, not ex- I didn't expect that at all. The new, the yeah. young Morpheus, yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, got drip. I, I love Yaya. I love I loved him. him in Candyman. He got drip. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like him as a character because I felt like they couldn't decide what they wanted from him. It, he kind of plays like uh, him and Bugs play off like fanboys and fangirls because yeah. they're like, "Yo, I've heard about you," and yeah. he's like always so so chill. Um. I I didn't mind Bugs. I I thought she was okay. I didn't think she was the best thing ever, but I mean, she wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. She was like a competent main character who didn't who didn't have the fucking um what's the what's the term? Sally Sally May Mary Sue? Mary Sue. She didn't have Mary Sue syndrome no. where she just inherently knew everything. Right. She had the stuff she knew, and then anything she didn't know, she was asking other people, like, how do I do this? What does this mean? It's like, yeah. Which I like. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, stop making new characters Mary Sue's. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, because as soon as uh, Neo shows up, she kind of stops becoming, like, kind of the center of the the, the focus of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, her, her mission is pretty much done. She was supposed to just rescue neo and then she did and then now the camera follows neo around yeah but uh kind of a jip but whatever (laughs) i this movie was also way too long i don't know i I, felt like i uh, thought it was the right length with what they were going for uh yeah i didn't feel like anything was unnecessary because like everything was like justified with the amount of information and world building the first do you know how many times I had to stop this movie to explain something to Kevin? Also because of, out of my sheer excitement. <laughs> yeah, he's about to fucking rip his yeah. pants open. <laughs> he yeah. already did. He just covered it up with a pillow. Um, no, I just... I don't know. I I didn't like how they spent so much time just re-showing old footage. I, that, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wanted them to have the balls to just show uh, things from Path of Neo. The <laughs> oh my god! If they had the balls to do that, oh my god! It, it, <laughs> it would be been... on like uh, uh, Thomas Anderson's screens because that's what the yeah exactly. Now, but like, I, I, but the the now the... it's not like all the original Matrix movies were great either. One was the best. Two was it was entertaining. Most people remember the highway scene, uh-huh. but the rest of it was serviceable. And then three is the weakest one of the trilogy. It's very funny that this is a beloved franchise. Most of the movies suck. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah you're not wrong. It, it, it's it's the it's the fact that the world is so interesting mm-hmm. that yeah, it just, that's what literally carries like, the entire it's like series. There's that one guy still well wearing a black leather trench coat going why isn't leather cool yet <laughs> it's like uh when star wars a la 2013 when um or 2006 when revenge of the sith is the last star wars movie Sp- star wars is only 50 percent good yeah but it's still a beloved franchise yeah. <laughs> oh and don't even get me started on this new fucking internet craze of the prequels were actually better than you thought <laughs> you, you blame Disney for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's because like by releasing the sequel trilogy and for the also record, the side- I like the prequels well before any of this came out. Star Wars Episode 2 was my favorite movie. Oh my god. <laughs> Honest to god, that was my oh favorite movie. My- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my the god. The psychic damage I'm doing oh. to this man. Oh my god, he's rolling 20s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I just got critted. Oh Jesus Christ. You can Okay, that is I- I respect when you say you like the prequel trilogy. I can't believe you chose the worst <laughs> one. <laughs> I, no, it, for me, I it, not... it goes like this, guys. It goes like this. It goes two 
one and oh then my three. God. That's like, in the wrong order. <laughs> oh my shit. God. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm going down. I'm on the floor. No. How many more 20s do you want me to roll? <laughs> Someone check his dice. It's loaded. <laughs> it's fucking weighted. No, I, I. That's just how. That's just. I based it on the level of enjoyment I had when I was yeah, watching yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. That's still the wrong order. <laughs> well, you gotta also think. Here, here's what I can say. Okay. I am not saying that the prequel tr- trilogy did not have entertainment value. Objectively, they are just bad movies, though. I liked the third one. Mm-hmm. First one was okay and then the second one was garbage the only thing i liked about the second one was when the clone showed up and there was the battle of naboo which is like the only good part of that movie was in it? my opinion no naboo was the first movie geonosis was the second geonosis, yeah, geonosis that's was right the second yeah. one. geonosis um you got to see jangle get beheaded and you saw the first showing of kit fisto and his weird fucking fish smile <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it, but I mean, they could be entertaining, but people like legitimately arguing, no, they're good movies. They do good storytelling, and it's just nope, no, they don't. They really don't. They built the world much better, and they were a great starting off point to uh, the best Star Wars product, Clone Wars. Clone Wars by Gennady Tartakovsky. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. The Tartakovsky Clone Wars and then uh, I guess Rebels. I, I don't know if you've seen Rebels. Rebels takes place after the original trilogy. Yeah, but it's like it's a it's the spin-off sequel to Clone Wars because it's That's still, true. it's Ahsoka Tano's like story. Right. Yes. But um what were we talking about? We were talking about the Matrix and then how you uh Oh, and how you critted me like yeah. six times. Which yeah. Fuck you. Goddamn. I'm my head hurts. Yeah, and <laughs> D- wait, in our D and D campaign, doesn't that make me, make me hit like times six or something ridiculous? Uh if you roll a crit and you confirm it, I just give you the insta kill. Oh. Because it's well, such damn. a low percentage chance of rolling two mat twenties in a row. I guess I killed you three times over, my bad. You motherfucker. <laughs> um No, I I've been fairly broad with some of my statements just because I don't want to give too much away for those i want to watch it but i mean i, I mean feel- if you paid attention to what we said we've already given yeah everything. Gave pretty much i away. i don't know i just think the story elements they were trying to include and the story they were trying to tell were kind of lazy i thought uh it's on purpose <laughs> the lana which Put on your tin i'm not buying boys. into this conspiracy take the pill writer. you know what maybe it's true <laughs> maybe it's true maybe they said because it yeah it doesn't make sense pill. why would they have chad be a guest actor but not do the job he's the most famous for doing mm. and most famous for doing well um i feel like i i feel like smith's involved involvement didn't need to happen at all because his it was part like... of the movie is so minor and in uneventful well well, it kind of leaves them open um to sequels because they're yeah uh because like i felt like hugo living being dead uh should have stayed dead because he's like the 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 thing the the... actor is not dead yeah i know but agent smith (laughs) agent smith yeah yeah uh agent smith as a concept uh should like it was such a big deal them dying at the end of three Mm -hmm. yeah um it kind of robs that impact when you bring him back in four. It also doesn't make it's like if Thanos just shows up and they're like, what the fuck were all those 27 movies for then? Yeah. It also doesn't make sense why the uh, Matrix overlords would even bring him back since Smith was the biggest threat to them at the end of the last trilogy. So I can probably bring some screen and some some uh, explanation into that, actually. He's going to take a quick huff of hopium right now. Yeah. Of copium. <gasps> okay. Um, so the way I understood it is even though it's going to sound very corporate, 
even though Agent Smith was such a problem, there was still a lot of benefits to having them having him back in there. So all they really did was change adjust his programming, quote unquote, and then put him back in as a way to kind of contain Neo in a worst case scenario. However, obviously that's a stupid thing to do. But it's a very corporate thing to do. It's like putting duct tape on like a dam that needs concrete to like work. I don't know. That's a that's a that's a stretch. That's a big huff. Yeah. Now, okay. I thank you for reminding me of this. The bots which yeah. are just fucking matrix zombies that they activate and they're well, bots unquote, have always existed. No, hope not not in the matrix. Yeah. Programs existed. Yeah, those are that it's another word for bots. They're still programs. But like they're still NPCs. Yeah, they're still NPCs. They, they, so, they're using okay. the word synonymously there. So here's the thing. Are they NPCs or are they just like temporarily taking over like a real person's no, matrix no. body? No, even for that split no. Second? Neil Patrick Harris even says he added more bots into this world. And then like the swarm mode is fun. Yeah. Okay. That's why that swarm mode is such bullshit and so dumb. But that's why I did it. Well, no, it's the like, okay, because I can like, I can buy into his explanation of like, it's super inconvenient to just port agents back and forth places. Mm -hmm. Like that's super inconvenient. We don't need them everywhere. So we just made bots. Why not just make bots like logically think let's, let's do the best thing instead of biting and scratching and... (laughs) Because that's what the agents are for. That's more processing power. They got a min-max here. They're a corporation. Okay. <laughs> you can make a bot just go fight. Not go feral and shit. You can do basic fight information. You don't have to make them as efficient and effective as agents. But you can still make them not animals. So they're uh they're the lowest intelligence of the NPCs. Mm-hmm. But... And then Agent Smiths are the highest level of NPCs. Uh, the Did, why why do the other characters exist? Like the non-human characters, they're still AIs, but they're still technically like NPCs. Um, like so, why did they okay? Exist? So, so the programs they um. So there's so okay. So you got the bots, you got the Agent Smiths, and the the you got the program the higher level programs. Then you got the AI and then the other uh, synthians. Yes. And they are actually, like, in a sense, considered people. They can't control them because they're basically people. No, they can. Because they can send them back to the source and delete them. Right. But they can't, like, actually, like, mind control them. They have to capture them and then obviously take yes. them there. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So they can't. So agents can't take over them. So, so they did explain that in the previous matrix movies where Mm -hmm. uh there are programs that were built for a specific purpose and uh there's an actual great point of dialogue between neo and the oracle where she's like listen if a program's when a program's doing exactly what it's supposed to do you don't even know that a program exists for it Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. just doing it the programs you're running into are the ones who are either no longer needed or they want to do other things outside of the normal program. It is in the second movie where they're, where she's like, yeah, you know, werewolves, vampires and stuff. Those, those myths all exist because different programs decided, Oh, I want to do something else. And they went rogue. Mm-hmm. And with each iteration of the matrix, uh, there can be more programs that become like unneeded or like extra. And they just kind of chill out. And it's not until, like, the higher-up people of the Matrix are like, okay, this program's starting to become an issue. We need to delete them. That's usually when they start cleaning them up. Yeah. But it, it I, I guess the thought of, the thought was, worst-case scenario, all they're doing is adding flavor to our Matrix and keeping the humans contained. Right. Worst-case scenario, if they start getting, like, troublesome, we deal with them. So like the Merovingian is like a werewolf? No. No. But he but his bodyguard people are werewolves. 
because his wife, his girlfriend had to use a silver bullet to kill one of the bodyguards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Literally says, do you know anyone else who has silver bullets in their guns and shoots a guy? By the way, none of them go cyber wolf, which I was pissed about. Yeah, I was a little disappointed about that, too. Um, But uh, he in the in the path of Neo game, though. Yeah, that, that's where you get it. He uh, Merovingian literally explains. He's like, yeah, I've been here since like the first Matrix and I really haven't been needed as a program since like this iteration, but I've been able to keep myself well off because I've been able to contain what I want in a little area every time there's a uh, cleanup cleanup and new iteration. So they're just like rogue NPCs that hide and then evolve themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And like AI create an AI baby. And when Neo and when Neo like fucking all, not really reset, but kind of did got rid of Smith and allowed the Matrix to keep going. He uh he he fucked over the Merovingian somehow. And the Merovingian wasn't able to keep his shit because yeah, he, also had the, Neo, he had the reset button in a sense. Yeah, and also Neo killed like half of half, if not all of his staff. Yeah, I mean that too. Yeah, but uh, no. So I mean, let's let let's get final thoughts out there. Wouldn't it be like a, one concept that showed up like near the end of the movie when all of those swarm when all of the bots activated? Wouldn't it be funny that the person you fell in love with is an uh, NPC and jumps out a window? I mean, that one lady uh, had to deal with that. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's kind of actually like morbid. <laughs> the person I fell in love with isn't real. <laughs> well, not more real than like yourself. but Hey, like, they'll chalk it up to a suicide. But uh, A wild suicide. I, b- I believe uh, we've progressed enough in the real world. Not our world, but the real world in the Matrix that AIs can fall in love with human meatbags yeah. too. So, because I mean, they can just come out into those like magnetic, like yeah, those swarm things. So, Kevin, did you say that Lana Wachowski made waifus real? Yes, I did say that, Kevin. Awesome. She's a prophet of our time, and she's a genius. Kevin, are you are you saying something? (laughs) You want Astolfo to (laughs) show up in your room? You went to Astolfo, you motherfucker. (laughs) Where was I supposed to go? Don't shove words into my mouth. Was I wrong? To my soft mouth. Was I wrong? Final thoughts, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, uh, I'll let you guys go. Y- okay. You know what? Let's end it on a positive note. With all me. right. That's all right. I was not a fan of this movie. Like I've said repeatedly, um, I thought the storytelling was lazy. The action was not worth it. Although there were some interesting story elements they explored, I didn't think it was worth a full two and a half hour movie. I would say that this movie is uh, a a genius product and in order to see Lana's vision don't see it to 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 put to push back against Warner Brothers poignant yeah John Warner I think that's his actual name (laughs) Bill Warner (laughs) yes yes very good yeah very good so here's what I'm going to say. It's kind of going to be going off of what Kevin kind of said <laughs> is I would not pay money to go see this. But if you have HBO go already or whatever, which no one does, <laughs> which no one does, you know, get it off your neighbors, 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 I family, friends, Max. fathers. Yeah. Do you well, have said or... HBO go, which yeah, doesn't exist? Yeah. This is what I was saying. the HBO thing. You got the Apple HBO Max. Max. Yeah. HBO Max. If you have it and you're a really big fan of the Matrix movies. I would go watch it. Otherwise, if you are not a big fan, don't go watch it. Um, I would I wouldn't say go see this in theaters though. Um, it's not that worth it. I don't think your experience with the movie would benefit any more or less if you watch it on TV or in a yeah. theater. And plus, if you're a really big fan, anyways, you're gonna want to pause it to just talk about it. Yeah, midway through to yourself. Or- because we know that you're the only one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I really enjoyed this movie. No, okay? I'm talking about Matrix fans. There's, yeah. yeah, they're not. They, they're not gonna scrounge up another person to watch it. Hey, you know what? That's what the internet's for. 
sure you can just no, hit up a Discord. They're, they're in a Discord with all the uh, Star Wars Episode Two fans. Yeah. <laughs> get, get your talking leather, about how great their movies are get your leather leather jackets on pull up the meme about the get hacker dude saying i'm in and then i'll watch it together what's the, yeah. what's that website called where you can literally just type random keys on a keyboard and it looks like you're programming hacker typer yep just yep. pull that up and <laughs> get going just watch hackers instead <laughs> <laughs> with that uh thanks for joining us uh with our review of matrix resurrections you can find us at Twitter at Bun Cinema. Go ahead and give us a follow. We post updates uh, fairly regularly. Uh, you can also, uh, if you wish to support us, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash cinemabuns, where you can gain access to our Discord and even gain access to our recommendations uh, chat, where you can say what movies you want us to watch. We might even listen to you. Um, and, you know, with that, I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. I'm Kevin. Mm, bye bye. And I'm, I'm gonna plug in. I'm gonna <laughs> resurrect. I'm oh gonna resurrect. Boy. Watch with us for cinema bar.